Hey guys, what's going on? It is First Down Under here with Zach and Charlie. We are well into the preseason of the 2019 NFL season. season. And uh, Chaz, I'm, I'm getting pretty excited. We've got a big show coming up. Got a big show. Got a big show. A lot of things to cover from the first three weeks, heading into a massive week four. And we are just flooded with content. And it's it's really hard to put together the, the key kind of segments that we're going to go through today. But we got some good stuff, man. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, man. I we got some right good now. stuff. It's hard Obviously, to, yeah. knock on wood if you're with me. Knock on wood. Very excited. We're going to be covering, uh, obviously, for, uh, play hard knocks. Of course. Doing a bit. One of the great hard knocks of the two I've watched, the Browns <laughs> last year, obviously. But John Gruden's taking it to another fucking level. Dude, he has delivered. He has. Absolutely. Absolute gems from everywhere on the field. Uh, now, he does his best work in the film room. He does. By far. And we're going to cover Hard Knocks in depth uh, in our second <laughs> segment. A lot of things going on. But I think his profile, you know, the, into the second year of his 10-year contract is just growing by the day. And he's coming off my YouTube a lot. He's coming off my Facebook a lot. It's doing a lot. Especially for his son, who we saw last night for the first time, training to become a professional fighter. That was a nice little inclusion at the end. Um, I don't know. His wife does it, man. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, man. Give me that spider monkey two banana. Spider white two banana, man. <laughs> I'll give you my banana. <laughs> yes. Obviously, that's big. We got a big list as well. Uh, we are counting down the biggest goobers, of course, in media, uh, <laughs> which I'm pumped for. But before we get to that, obviously, we've got to touch on it. Everyone is talking about it, uh, and it's been covered in every way you can. But Andrew Luck's retirement. Obviously, we're a few days out now, yeah. and. Uh, it's still sending shockwaves through the NFL, Chaz. Absolutely. And I think you texted me this, dude, Andrew Luck retired, full stop. And I was like, hey, I get anyone else. Get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you talking about? It's just not possible. He's 29. Um, he's literally back to full health. I couldn't tell you the last time he was playing well. He played well, you know, kind of the back end of last season. And now he was primed for a big, big 2019 um, with that offensive line and, you know, the wealth of picks that they had. And... It was just shocking. You couldn't believe it. You couldn't comprehend it. And what was more shocking was actually how people found out. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. That was that was the biggest, uh, probably the biggest uh, shock of them all, really. What do you mean, Adam Schefter? Adam Schefter, ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> uh, per sources. Per, per sources, I, I can't confirm. Andrew yeah, Luck I cannot confirm or deny or deny. Potentially, Andrew Luck may retire. By the end of this season or before, we can't tell. That is perfect. <laughs> Honestly, uh, old chef, mate, I'm calling it right now. Dog act to do it. He sends that tweet out in the middle of the Colts preseason game. Mate. As people know, uh, the crowd starts booing. We won't get Which into was that. completely distasteful. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and I are in agreement on this. It was completely distasteful. <laughs> you, Aaron Rodgers, and his mustache agree. Oh, my God. But before we go into that, circling back to Andrew Luck's retirement, obviously, uh, we understand the guy's been through a lot over the past four years. Rehab, injury, rehab, injury. Dealing with Jim Ursay on a day-to-day basis. That'd be a nightmare, having to deal. Stuff the injuries. Yeah. That seems like a nightmare. But uh, when when it's all said and done, it it does seem like this was, uh, when you get a bit of perspective, rather, it makes sense. Yeah. It does. 
He comeback player of the year 2018. He had a great season. Mm. This year he's been working through that calf injury that turned into an ankle. See, I don't know. A calf injury? I thought it was back, shoulder, head. I don't know what's going well, on. Well, he had a calf injury that's been lingering since March. I don't mm. know. I think this must have been in discussion for a while because mm. if you think back to free agency, uh, the Colts went into it with all this cap room and we were thinking, hey, they're going to make some moves, build this roster. Now's their time to strike. And they didn't. And I'm wondering, back then, did they know, look, potentially Andrew Luck's going to retire. We're not going to spend all our cash if our quarterback is Jacoby Brissett. Mm. You wonder if... if, if Maybe uh, we wait yeah. to see if we can get a big fish down the line. I wonder if he would do that. He would be the kind of guy to do that. And he's you know he's pledged allegiance to this, this Colts nation since he started his career out of Stanford. So you wonder if he would do that. I'm not so sure if he would have become clean and the Colts would have known about his early retirement. Would have been di- I think they were discussing it. You reckon they were discussing it? Definitely. I, he probably discussed it before he came dude, back last year. Dude, they started fucking Jacoby Brissett. What's the backup? Oh, no, they have a lot of they have a lot of faith in Jacoby Brissett. This is no yeah. Curtis Painter job. Okay. Okay. No. Okay, this is no John Skelton. Yeah. This is a guy that's proven. Well, yeah. He can start in this league. Well, the team seems to be pretty excited about him, so we'll see. I mean, look, do I think they're going to win the division? Probably not. Let's look at the division. Jacksonville only got better. They got Nick Foles, right? Yeah, they got the GOAT. Blake I mean, Bortles left. Happen. You got Foles coming there, Blake Bortles leaving. That's two massive, massive moves into positive range. Then you got Mariota teaming up with Tannehill. Now between Just them, to bolster that, de- that QB depth chart. That might be 16 starts between them. Exactly right. Unbelievable. Okay. It wouldn't be a controversy if Tannehill started. He's that good. Oh, yeah. No, okay. they'll probably do eight games apiece. All right. And then you got the Texans, and they're frisky. Lamar Miller with the ACL, obviously, is devastating. Offensive line, question marks. You do have question Defense. marks about the Texans. You do have question marks about the Texans. Um, but the Colts now, with Kobe's set driving the car, you look at it last place in the AFC South. Oh, big call without, there, Chaz. Without shock. Big call? Not a big call at all. They're one of the better teams. They, they, got, a, they got a D. They got T-Y. an offensive line. They got Marlon Mack in the backfield. T.Y. T.Y. Hilton's checked out. I'll give him a bit of... You're not getting dimes. Give him a bit of respect. You're not getting dimes nah, from okay. Jacoby Beef Brisket. So what do you reckon? Last in the AFC South, what's their record in your eyes? I'm giving them 5-11. and 11. Whoa, Chazza. That's been generous. That's I was going to say, that's actually a conservative last place. But yeah, yeah I, I reckon they're at least good for six wins. At least. We can go through the schedule later at home, but I just can't see how this team uh, give, pulls together six wins. Give old boy Brisket a go. But no. uh, the big thing to come out of this is um, actually Doug Gottlieb. Doug Gottlieb. Uh, Doug Gottlieb, I think I've got the audio here of uh, Doug. You've probably heard it by now, but Doug had a go at Andrew Luck right at his oh. retirement. He, he sent out a tweet saying, this is such a hashtag millennial thing, man. And here's Doug explaining his actions. Here's my tweet. Retiring because rehabbing is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Hashtag Andrew Luck. Now, first of all, I under I understand that on Twitter, sarcasm, snarcasm, tongue-in-cheek comments snarcasm. don't always translate. I do think by now I've been doing this long enough that there are plenty of people, my friends, especially in the business and listeners and viewers or whatever, that understand I'm a smart ass. I always have been. I always will be. Sick, man. Great recovery, dude. Yeah, good, good. Nailed it. I've always been a smart ass. Ask my friends which one. I'm an asshole. So. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're calling you, man. Yeah. That's what everyone. You're you're a fucking douche. (laughs) Dude. He's never been a smart-ass prior to that on Colin. I mean, every time he filled in for Colin, he'd just tell you exactly what happened on the weekend, which we do not do. But he, 
He's just a virgin. He was an absolute virgin, man. It's like walking on eggshells the entire broadcast, and now he's coming out saying he's a smart ass just because everyone's actually realized who the fuck he is. Yeah, I was looking at his Wikipedia. I didn't know this, but... Uh, he's a virgin? Yeah, it says that right underneath his date of birth. Certified. Back in the day when he was playing, he's a former um, basketball player in the Appalachian, college. Appalachian college. State. Yeah, college hoops. He got done for stealing a, a mate of his credit card. Oh, boy. Yeah, credit card fraud. He got sent to Notre Dame after or something like that. He's a, just a cheeky dog. That's crazy, man. I wonder if he had the same exp- uh, explanation. I'm a smart yeah. ass. I'm a smart ass. That's what happens. His card was there. Anyway, it was it was one of the great, um, one of the great 180s. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, I you think know, it was you a know, you know, he meant it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, absolutely. At the time. absolutely. And I think he was hoping that everyone would just agree that millennials are just lazy pricks and the whole process is too hard for them and people actually agree with him. And, you know, everyone wants to be the first take out there. Exactly. And I think that's what it is. completely butchered He's it. gone for the contrarian angle yeah. and you're going to get slammed for it. But mm. if you're going to do the contrarian angle, come up with something uh, maybe a little smarter. Yeah. A little bit funnier. Something you can defend. Yeah. Something, like which is, something which is almost shockingly hilarious. You kind of forget how either, bad it is. Yeah, either hilarious or like, I don't know, the millennium thing, it just seemed like an uh, easy target. Yeah. Like a weak kind of, yeah. I don't know. How long do you give him on FS1 now? Oh, no, they'll, they'll keep him around. They love, if Rob Parker has a gig on FS1, Doug Gottlieb will be there no for No way, <laughs> no how. That's right, Colin. <laughs> Which obviously, Chaz, uh, brings us to our power rankings of this week. Of course. The biggest goobers in NFL media. Yeah. Do you want to kick us off? I'm going to kick us off. I mean, we just lightly touched on it. But in case you actually don't know what a goober is, it's another word for enough, flog, knob jockey, however you want to put it. Uh, but these guys, these guys make you quiver in the car, in the gym, wherever it is. Uh, so we got Rob Parker at the top, uh, the GOAT. As we referred to him, you can find him on Colin Coward's show occasionally. Uh, a couple of years back, we really started to see his progression when he elaborated on Tom Brady. I don't know what age he was referring to, but pretty much that he's fallen off a cliff. Telling Colin straight up it's not going to happen. Yeah. And I think just his voice kills us. I think we're in agreement with this. I think it's the voice. It's the fact that I think Brady was like 36. He's like, yeah. uh, he's going to drop off a cliff. He was on that before Max Kellerman. <laughs> It's like, yeah, he won three Super Bowls since then. Yeah, this East is getting better. This season, though, Colin, I'm telling you. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, God, so he drives me up the fucking wall. He's the, he's the Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> you really bring him out of the garage. Number two, we got Nick Wright. Okay. Okay. He just got his own, he's got his own show called First Things First with C Squared, Chris Carter, and... It is a train wreck watching. This guy, ultimate goober, massive schnoz, um, uh, which is a real killer for me. And I think he might be Jewish. Uh, okay, we'll pull back on that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you're in agreement with me here, Zach. Come on. Come on. Don't, come on. don't, don't Doug Gollum me here. Come on. <laughs> hey, you're Doug Gollum. <laughs> yeah, so Nick Wright, I, I, I really do struggle to agree with anything he says and just really take him seriously as an analyst. Uh, so he's number two. Number three is Will Kane. Uh, now, if you haven't seen him, he's been on first take a couple of times. He comes in occasionally with Stephen A. and Max Kellerman. Yep. Generally talks Cowboys, nothing else. Uh, just to kind of rile Stephen A. Smith up. Here's where I'm going to come at you, man. I actually kind of like Will Kane 
on first take. I would never listen to the Will Kane show because I just feel like that would be three hours of torture. But I like Will Kane playing his role on first take, taking okay. shit from Stephen A about the Cowboys and always just being a massive homer. Yep. Love that. Well, that's okay. This, we can have this honest conversation on this show. Well, we break it down. That That is our real top three. I think we do have to mention, though, Trey Wingo, um, mm-hmm. a staple of NFL Live, particularly between May and August. Uh, he really does drive the segments. Well, he's this uh, with Wingo, Wingo uh, yeah, well, Golick uh, and Wingo. Uh, yeah, Wingo and Golick, Golick and Wingo, whatever it is. It's um, really got a ring to it, doesn't it? But the, um, obviously, Greenberg and Wingo. Uh, Greenberg and Golick falling out. Uh, sorry. And Wingo's just I think take... that was Mike and Mike. <laughs> we know shows. Anyway, so Wingo, uh, we noticed him most when we were talking about, uh, I think it was, they were talking about OBJ and NFL Live uh, being, you know, the wide receivers and, and the drama queens. And he said, wide redeemers. That is wide redeemers. <laughs> And we kind of said, let's pencil this guy in. <laughs> I'm never listening to a word this guy says again. <laughs> this fuck. <laughs> Put on Netflix. This bloke is done. Um, now we're going to move into a little bracket. I like to call the King of Perspective. Uh, and this man's insight knows no bounds. That is former Pittsburgh safety, Ryan Clark. Um when anything massive goes down in the NFL, he's always there to kind of put it, uh, state the fucking obvious. Uh, when Andrew Luck retired earlier this week, they were cut to him and said, Ryan Clark, what does this do to your team? And he says, when you have guys in your locker room, <laughs> especially your quarterback who leads this team, retire. It can really affect your team on and off the field. <laughs> and they went to an ad. It was the best. Strong. It was the best. Strong. Right, Clark there, former Pittsburgh safety. And then honorable mentions, of course, we go to Mark Schlereth. Uh, he, he occasionally comes on NFL Live a bit. He's been doing work there for a while. Molly from First Take as well. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to mention it. <laughs> I don't want to pile on Molly, but fuck, man. Just, she's always interrupting at the worst possible time. They had a good defense last year, though. <laughs> it's just you can see it in Stephen and Max's eyes. They're just yeah. like, Stephen A just does the, the, the eye roll. Yeah. Uh, and, and finally, Andrew Siciliano's ears. <laughs> Sirius XM. Yeah, they... they... <laughs> <laughs> you can find him on NFL Total Access in case you have no idea who that is. Um, but next week, we will break down the Uber Goobers, the guys who are so bad that we actually froth them. Uh, one of the clues, NFL Red Zone, uh, a, a staple on that show. We'll be getting a run. He'll be missed. He will be missed. Actually, the NFL Red Zone thing, before we go into the next segment, okay. was devastating. Yeah, so yeah. if you haven't seen the news, NFL Red Zone is no longer going to be broadcast here in Australia. You can buy it. Previously, we've been watching it on ESPN. You mm. could probably get it on KO. Mm. KO. KO. No longer. Uh, now you can buy it. I think it's 90 bucks for the Cs. Mm. Uh, you're not getting every game live, but you do get like 40-minute recaps of every game. Plus, Stop that. Well, I'd pay 90 bucks for the Cs for Scott Hansen's coverage, that's for sure. But we'll sure. talk about that in the Uber Goobers. <laughs> Just last night, mate, we sat down. Uh, we watched episode four of Hard Knocks with John Gooden, man. Let me tell you something, man. This guy's a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach, man. He's, he's, an, he's a motivator of people, man. He's uh, knock on wood if you're with me. Knock on wood if you're with me. Make sure we're clear on that. Are we, man? You guys like it? You guys love it or like it? You love Good it? stuff. Are you with me, uh, everybody? Knock on wood. Knock on wood if you're with me. There, Knock right? my wood if you're with me. Knock, Knock on wood if you're with me. I love this remix, by the way. It's an absolute banger. Oh, yeah. 
It's on my iPod Classic. What the fuck, bro? Is that Peterman? Three big takeaways from Hard Knocks, uh, from episode four of Hard Knocks. Obviously, we've been loving the series. Number one, I would run through a fucking wall for John Gruden. As anyone would. As you should. As you should. He is the ultimate motivator. He and is, I, man. Let me tell you something. I'll tell man. you something. Whether he's on the field or in the film room, I tell you something, man. He's there something about this coach, I can't man. Stop talking in his voice, man. But uh been doing it at work, man. He started the episode with a bang. He's in the film room. He's he's he's, he's talking to lads. And I think in the first probably eight to ten sentences, it was pretty much to shove it up their ass, man. <laughs> Let's take it to him, man. Let's fucking beat the shit out of him, man. What was that thing about the sand? I think if a flea hits the sand or something. It uh, gets it up his ass, Gets man. it up his ass, man. I, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, got to cut some of these players, man. It, it just felt like it was the episode of Groot. And yeah, it was. On the field, he's just his big gut. He's got, he's got, he's got the trees. Like I said last night, he's the Trump of the NFL. Uh, the way he, he inspires Peterman. Uh, and he, he, he just was sensational to watch. And I've never seen a man more hyped to win a game. On an ADR field in Canada. In preseason. That was against the Against Sean thing. Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it to the... Firstly, he's put Nathan Peterman in. He's down. Mike Glennon wasn't getting it done. He, I love that he pulled Glennon, because i got to be honest, man. Glennon looks like a deer in the headlights out there. He's yeah. got real beta energy. Uh, I don't even know what he looks like, uh, but it's yeah. not good. I can't believe the Bears paid him so much back in the day. Yeah. After an, like a meeting, surely you would have known. But mm. yeah, Gruden, man. He pumping his chest after that preseason week three victory. Yeah. Come from behind on an 80 yard field. But Peterman is a good shit drive. It's a great shit drive, man. Shit drive. Oh, God. Yeah, love him. And I- the discussions with the refs, we thoroughly enjoyed uh, explaining the field. Uh, he said, how do, I, how do I tell this to the players, man? <laughs> this and is a, it's an 80 yard field. It'll go from the, the 20 to the, to the minus 10. Mm-hmm. It'll be a small field. So we'll bring the pile on. Okay, man. Okay, man. You tell them that. I didn't <laughs> yeah. quite follow your magic you put words. Put that in an email, man. You <laughs> <laughs> write that down and fax it to me. Fax it to my front office. I'm well, losing. He's got it a now. bit. He's got, got a bit of jersey about yeah, him. Because in my office, <laughs> away. in the Fenway Park, in the Boston Sox. Anyway, yeah. but that was that was great. It was a great game. I uh, didn't see much of a rod. And like, thank God for John Gruden, by the way, because I think every other character on this. Series sucks except the tight ends. Like Absolutely. every time someone's FaceTiming their mom or their mate, I was like, firstly, who the f- who is FaceTiming? That guy, the defensive end, who stuffed his hand. He called yeah. him like a he called pot, bro. pot dealing brother. Yeah. He's like, what's going on, man? He's like, oh, who are you playing this week? Packers in Canada. Oh, Lambo. <laughs> and I was like, who the who the fuck put this in? Well, yeah, exactly. I'm sure there was so much, like, much more juicy so much gear. better stuff. Like, Brennan Bunkner at the, the very start, the linebacker's coach. Oh, I, watched, yeah. I watched some of your football shit. <laughs> love that. Shit. You know, if it ain't good enough, you get your ass cut. I, I don't care. I'm not meant to love you. And mm. it's just like, and these guys aren't even looking at him. It's just, we were just pissed That was a weird stuff. dynamic in that, in that uh, classroom there. Yeah. No one was looking at him. No. Like, this, this is terrible energy. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to uh, point number two, the second takeaway of three. This is Nathan Peterman's job to lose. And I'm not talking about the backup role, man. I'm talking about starting 
quarterback. I'm loving what I'm seeing from this Peterman man. Sponsored by Straight Facts. That was absolutely gorgeous, the way you said that. And 100% agree. Uh, from a from a character standpoint, the way he conducts himself, you know, compared to Derek Carr, this guy in every single preseason game has balled out. Is it against the fifth stringers? Sure. Maybe. But he's still doing but it. That two-minute drive against Green Bay, I saw Brady. I saw flashes. Yep. Okay. And you know what? Not one pick six. No. Not one. Yeah. He's he's allowed at least one. Mm-hmm. And Gruden had a great chat with him in the post game. You know, he made some thrills, man. You know, keep, I like you, this Peter man. Keep guy, those man. I like this Peter man, man. You keep those pick sixes down. You got yourself a job here, man. I think he really likes him because obviously it's been talked about by a lot, yeah. lot of people, but the chemistry between Derek Carr and John Gruden does not seem there. And they've been it hanging is, out for 12 months. It is painful. Uh, painful. Yeah. It is doing Derek Carr zero favors, hard knocks yeah. this season, man. Okay, the two, I, I, w- I wouldn't want yeah. him to be my quarterback. No. Like, this guy's got this weird energy. Like he's trying to be alpha and yeah. he's trying to bro down. Yeah. Like we saw with that receiver yeah. where he's like, oh man, you man, you just got to run your routes, man. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the receiver, you can tell he's just like, fuck you. He's like, I finished the play. He's like, yeah, I want to just keep running though. Yeah, it, I want you to catch 199. And then he was trying to be like, he was, he was like he was Texas being, Outback, but then he was like black. Yeah, he was doing this he's like G like, thing, but G? also like. He called the other guy homie. He called, you know, that homie over there. And I was like, yeah, no. Nah. This is painful, man. And, and then he asked Gruden, now, what's he doing for dinner? That's just cringeworthy. But I'm getting dinner with me. i got to cut some guys. See, yeah, that's man, not it's like... tough. There's going to be some good players you're going to have to cut. As an Eagles fan... Might be you. <laughs> we got some... I'm going to trade you the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, man, he's going to deal with you. They need more quarterbacks in that room. Uh, yeah, because I always wondered, like, <laughs> as an Eagles fan, if Wentz was like that. But... He's clearly not the worst in the NFL. Derek Carr no, Wentz has is the most like, yeah. awkward energy. Yeah, you go to Wentz's easily. house and just be completely like, just God is great everywhere. Yeah, it would be Jesus it would statues. Be ridiculous. But Derek Carr just tries so hard it to does. be one of the lads. And I'm just like, mate, just, yeah, go, just someone... go out and play. Yeah. You know, just He's... let you play, do the talking. Ah, so well said. Let them come to you. You don't need to go up to uh, random receivers. A weird thing about the NFL locker room is the quarterback is assumed to be the leader yeah. and you kind of have to be, but mm. not everyone's a leader. And I get this no. weird vibe from Derek. Maybe it's because mm. his name's Derek. Might be. Derek. I mean. His hair shit. Everything about him sucks. look. He's not getting many reps. I mean, I think Gruden's sending him a message. I've rarely seen him in these first three preseason games. His brother's much more handsome too. Absolutely. David Carr, one of the most gorgeous men on Total Access. Oh, he's a peach. Yeah. Absolute peach. So, it, so know, Nathan Peterman. Cringe. Yeah, Nathan full Peterman. circle, dude. He's looking good. It's the renaissance of the Peter Man, man. It's going to be a tough decision who who goes up against Joe Flacco in Week One. Dude, that Vic Fangio defense is going to absolutely <laughs> destroy. <laughs> no, they. Better, I was I was going to say the opposite. They got to study up. What are we talking what? about? Oh, with Peterman, maybe. Peterman, man. If Peterman's playing, absolutely. He's, he's balling, be, man. He's going to be targeting Chris Harris out there. <laughs> he's got Luke Wilson. He's balling, man. If he makes the team. Yeah. He so. will make the team. Well, you got Darren uh, Waller. There's a lot of tight ends we like on this show. I like a every lot. tight end. Keelan Doss. Well, man, I like this kid. He's, he's a, a great receiver. receiver. 89. Sorry, receiver. Darren Waller, who came from the Ravens and couldn't stop smoking pot now. He's like one of the great stories. He is. Of hard knocks. You can't help but love him. Yeah. He's driving the Jeep Grand Cherokee around. A little bit humble. A little bit kawaii. Yeah. A bit kawaii. Not yeah. quite like the, you know... 1998 Jeep. No. It's still a new car, yeah. but he was not a- driving around like a $200,000 Mercedes. It was an A to B. Yeah, absolutely. Which we love.
Which we love. Which so we closing yeah. that out. I'm not digging Derek. I don't think anyone is. I'm off Derek. Completely off him. Was never fully on him. Mm. Love Nathan Peterman. What a renaissance for Nathan Peterman. I honestly, I never thought he'd play NFL again. Now I want him to start for a team. Mm. It, it's a beautiful thing. Third takeaway that we've learned uh, with four weeks of hard knocks. This team's going three and third. <laughs> There's just something about it that doesn't feel like, like a team that's there to win uh, games. And I love that they're so hyped and it's like you played no one. Yeah. You're in a division with the Chiefs and the Chargers. And, Ch- and you know and what? The Broncos. I feel like now that the Colts aren't really a contender, there's a real chance that the Broncos are going to like make some noise. Yeah. I- I'm trying to build the AFC playoffs in my head and I'm like, all right, Chiefs, Chargers, Steelers. Patriots, Steelers are going to absolutely dominate. Browns. Then you're looking at maybe the Browns and like mm. Broncos, Ravens. Yeah, that's fair. Do I, we have I, a I team from I, the AFC could, South there? I, no. <laughs> Got to include one. And one from the South. The Texans would be a wild card. Okay, that's like eight teams. That's actually quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I really can't think of anyone else. And I think the AFC West is probably... The strong, yeah, easily the strongest division. Yeah, it's got to be the best division. Because the North, you, it's kind of unpredictable with the, bang, the Bengals and shit, and the, and the Ravens you're not sure about, and the Steelers. Ravens could go one or two ways. Jets could go one or two ways over in the East. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the East is, East is trash. Yeah. Come on. Jets, eight and eight. Yeah, but like the Patriots, like they'll just walk to 12 and four. It's just the same shit. But Gronk will come out of retirement December mm, 14. Touching video. Watch it if you got some time. Um, but yeah, I completely agree. It's going to be a massive decision for, for Gruden heading into week one. I think this team, uh, is completely drinking their own bathwater. Three and 13 is, is around the mark. Uh, and I can't wait to see it unfold. Well, and then they're going to pick uh, Tua or one of these quarterbacks coming out of college. Derek Carr's done. Oh, Tua Adegalela from, uh, Alabama. I think, <laughs> Alabama. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, he can bowl. He can bowl. Yeah, he can bowl. And I hear it can count down from a hundred in threes. Yeah, in threes. Zero from a hundred minus threes. What kind of question is that? Can you do that? My favorite part is how he takes the kind of intentional pauses. Sick, man. That's awesome, man. How many coach some fucking wins, man? Can we get some goddamn plays? You're on a 10-year contract, man. Con- That's what he's been doing. This franchise is fucked. First year. All right, Al. Got a plan. Just win, baby. Just count down from 100, baby. Do you answer what he did in his interview to get the job? <laughs> Seriously, 97, like- 94, 91, 88. Yeah. 85. Like Wolf of Wall Street, he pitches, he pitches a stock to get a job, and in this, he's yeah. out there from 100, man. Yeah. It's like the dumbest. Some of, this, some of this pen, man. It's like the dumbest thing. What worries me is once he gets to 70, he's like, dude, we get it. You know, he goes all the way yeah. just to validate it. I'm like. And you know what? Could have made the same point. My 12-year-old cousin could do that. Could have made the same point count down from 50. That's another great point by you. Anyone, like, it's not that hard. No. It's threes. <laughs> And he's doing First it. First time I heard, I was like, is he doing some algorithm or something? This guy's smart ass. And I'm like, wait a minute. Just count it down by threes. Yeah. That's not. We could do that tanked. <laughs> we, we do do that tanked. Yes. Biz buzz. Play that regularly. Great game. All right. God. 
<laughs> still love him. It's still oh, we froth him. Great coach. Froth him. You know what we need to do? Maybe next week. Power rankings of coaches you want to play for. 100%. Oh, there are some goodies in the league. Mike Tomlin to start. Oh, boy. Oh, let's save it. I don't want to like, give away the, the spoilers. One of the great yellows. Top five that we would hate to play for. Yeah. This, go- this goober, this goober Doug- stockpile is getting bigger. Doug Marone. Yeah. The goobs. <laughs> Doug Marone. <laughs> Mike Zimmer. Guys, all right, that just about brings him. us uh, yeah. to the end of the pod for this week. Hey, the season's right around the corner. We want you guys to be pitching in with ideas. And we are doing a fantasy oh. uh, starting Tuesday. A uh, couple of lads. Never, Pit- done, never done it before, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, it's, it's going to be epic, mate. Yeah. Don't forget to draft your quarterbacks in the first round, chat. Absolutely. You don't want to miss out. I'm thinking Peter, man. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a slipper, man. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you something. He's going to stop. It's going to hit you, man. All right. Uh, we'll uh, catch you next week. Mm-hmm.